Welcome to the My Home, My Mission podcast, a conversation about life at the intersection of faith and family. Hey guys, welcome to the My Home, My Mission podcast, and I'm Chris Aiken. I serve as the senior pastor at Inglewood Baptist Church. I'm here with the co-host, Jordan Reese. Yep, I'm Jordan. I serve here as the discipleship pastor. Welcome. Yep, and we're glad you've made it all the way to episode four. So thanks for joining us for that, and I hope you've enjoyed episodes one to three up to this point as we're really talking through what does it look like to be a transformed home? Uh, what does it look like to uh, allow the gospel to affect you at a home level? And uh, we've been talking through uh, an acronym, H-O-M-E, and uh, in the last two episodes, we dealt with the H, holding to the habits, and talked about rest, bless, gather, and go. And uh, then last week we talked about owning the table and uh, owning the table being that place of teachability around the family table. Today, we're in the M of the H-O-M-E acronym and uh, it's marking the milestone or celebrating the milestones. And uh, that's really shorthand for legacy milestones. So uh, Jordan, tell us a little bit, what, what are the milestones kind of in a big picture? And then we'll kind of walk through what each of those are. Yeah, so uh, it doesn't matter who you are, what, what you do, what your life looks like, there are milestone moments. Mm-hmm. There are big moments that come as a part of life. And I, I really think that it's a really good tool to, to use these, not only for what they are on the surface, but to help point, the, point our kids to Jesus throughout these different milestones. So as they grow, mm-hmm. as they go from being an infant all the way up to leaving to go to college. Yep. All those little, all those little big milestone moments in between are chances for us to to point them toward Jesus. Yeah. So and uh, and to mark transitions from one stage to the next at yeah. different places along the way. So I'm a big fan of this and how it breaks down. So uh, we've kind of identified here at the church. We've identified eight uh, inflection points or transition points, milestone moments. Uh, where we say these are kind of the big deal for us in a place where we would mark a milestone. And the first one of those is the milestone of family commissioning. And uh, in family commissioning, um, what do we mean by that, Jordan? Yeah, so this is a, this is a time when, uh, well, when we commission somebody at, at mm-hmm. the church, yep. when we have a commissioning, uh, that's typically whenever there's a group of people who they're going to leave usually the country. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're leaving the area to go somewhere locally, but um, they're going somewhere on mission. Mm-hmm. And and we'll gather around them as the church and we'll send them off. So that's, we're kind of commissioning them and pre- and preparing them. We're going to pray for them and send them out. Yeah. So whenever we talk about a family commissioning, this sort of uh, coincides with what we would have like, would typically call like a parent-child dedication mm-hmm. time. Yep. And this is when parents of, uh, well, new parents that, mm-hmm. that have a, a newborn or a little one, they, they, they stand up before their church and we commission them. And we say, we're, we're commissioning you to do a really important job here of being, you are going to be the primary faith trainer of this little one. Mm-hmm. So it's a big moment. Yeah, and I love the idea of family commissioning because it's not just a parent-child dedication, if you will, but it's really saying discipleship takes place in the home. It takes place among the family, and uh, that 
child as they grow are going to be influenced by brothers and sisters, going to be influenced by mom and dad in many ways, will be influenced by grandma and grandpa uh, or aunts and uncles and others. So the family commissioning idea is a big deal um, for that. And uh, I love it. It puts the responsibility on mom and dad to say you're the primary faith trainer. These other resources around you, these other people that'll speak truth into uh, this process are part of it, but you own the responsibility for it. And uh, for us, there's a couple of events that'll probably go around that, I guess. Yeah. So there'll be a, a part of this. It's more than just standing up in front of a, mm -hmm. a church body and being uh, prayed for and sent out. There's a, even deeper mm -hmm. that goes along with this is a training time where we actually will, um, a lot of times these will be new parents. This mm -hmm. will be their first child. right? Um, and so we'll be uh, helping them understand their role in, uh, in raising this child and discipling this child. Um, and then even if they're not new parents, yep. um, maybe they've got four or five kids already. Who knows? Wait, wait so, some <laughs> well, of those may be nine or ten kids. Yeah, some, this is Inglewood uh, for heaven's sake. That's right. So, um, <laughs> so that's just a constant reminder of the the important responsibility this is. So we'll have those times of um, for training and, yeah. and preparing. That's good. That's good. And then, of course, the commissioning service you talked about. So family commissioning is the first one. The second one for us is uh, that point of salvation and baptism. So this is kind of a that transitional point. We've got now a person that's come to a place of faith and uh, committing their life to Christ, and uh, they've made a profession of faith. Um, is that what we're talking about when we talk about salvation and baptism? That's right, and and so this is a this is a time where, as a church, we can we can help partner with parents mm -hmm. as we um, as we seek to to share the gospel and see people follow him. Um, part of that, a lot of times for for parents, is how do I share the gospel with my five year old? Yeah, how do you how do you do that with a five year old? What's that look like? You, you don't make an appointment with Pastor Ben and have him share the gospel with it. <laughs> we guess we could, but we could. now since we're saying mom and dad are primary faith trainers, we want to be able to equip them so that they feel comfortable right. doing that and get the blessing of being able to communicate the gospel and maybe seeing their child respond to the gospel, which is cool. Yeah, Good. that's right. Um, so some of that's in a preparatory standpoint. Some of it's also maybe on the backside of it. Mm -hmm. My child has come to a place of decision. I've prayed with them, and uh, I, I sense that they're genuine. They really have come to a place of redemption, realizing their sin, placing their trust in Christ, and now they want to take the next step of baptism, and mom and dad get to start discipling them uh, in some ways. So um, we walk them through a process of that, and then that's right. So they here at Inglewood, they they have a they have a class they take that's called Right Track, mm -hmm. and it's um, it, it introduces children who are new in the faith mm -hmm. to what does it mean to be a Christian? Like yeah. what are my very first steps that I need to take? And so we're walking them through it at a level that they can understand sure. and that they can practically take next steps with the Lord as they follow Him, and then as a as a add-on to that, we want to want to give parents tools to be able to to take that home because again, there's just so uh, so much more we can accomplish at home with mom and dad than we can in a classroom setting here at the right. church. Right. And so we want to put tools in the hands of mom and dad that help them move their kids through 
this this decision. And moms and dads really know their kids a little better than the mm-hmm. pastor when he gets to. I mean, other than you know weekly teaching or whatever, that pastor's probably. If they're like me, they're turning around and looking when they hear the kid give a story. They're looking at mom and dad going, do you think they're being genuine in what they're doing? Or do they really understand what they just said? Or are they just rehearsing something? What do you think? So mom and dad really are those primary pieces. So salvation and baptism. And uh, the third milestone is preparing for adolescence, which is uh, another equipping piece where we help mom and dad understand that transition from childhood into adolescence. And uh, if we thought our children were hard to understand at five, six, seven, and eight, when they're really stepping into that life change of adolescence, it really gets weird. And uh, and not just in their physical changes or their voice or their emotions and all, but, but also how they relate to faith and how mom and dad maybe shift in the way they're instructing or coaching in their faith walk. Yeah, and so there, there's a lot behind this, mm-hmm. and uh, this can be a whole episode in itself, right yeah, here. It probably will um, be in the future. But, but this is a this is a time where even the way a child thinks and processes mm-hmm. is changing, and this is whenever they're they're really starting to think about these things uh, for themselves and really starting to develop who they're going to be mm-hmm. and who they are in Christ. They're they're coming up on those crucial teenage years where, that's where you know the just the classic, um, who am I yeah. question comes up. So the identity piece. Yeah. yeah, and so you're you're really wanting in this in this prep time preparing for that, knowing it's coming. So they don't know it's coming, right? But we do because we've yeah. been there. That's right. And we want to say we want to get them ready for that. And they, imagine if you're a teenager, you could go back and you kind of had that nailed down. If you could go back to your teenage years and just kind of know, like, and just have that identity thing, so we want to help help parents, yeah, and and equip equip them with with that the best we can. It doesn't this escalate quickly? It does. It went from birth to adolescence in, in what, what like three six minutes, six or seven minutes at the most. <laughs> that's you know, how that's it feels crazy. in real life. In, in real life, it does. It actually just kind of slips up on you. You're like, wait a minute, when did I get an adolescent? That's crazy. I put that child to bed just yesterday. So yeah, it really um, does speak to the urgency. <laughs> it it really it really does. Um, it really does matter what happens at home because yeah. that's that's where um, you know we only get so much time at church. That's right, and and uh, not to belabor this, uh, but I really think it is it's super critical um, in this process because you can't put your head in the sand as a parent and think that it's just going to happen and everything's going to be good. Uh, our kids are exposed to the change; they're dealing with it. They're being exposed to others going through changes, and uh, how we work on the front end of that'll save us a whole lot on the backside in their development process. So the fourth milestone dealing with purity for life um, and kind of deals with leading your teenager to live a life of biblical purity and honor uh, before and after marriage. So that's kind of a cool area. What's, what's the, the big takeaways on that? Yeah. So that's, that's, um, that's actually really maybe even uh, before the middle school and high school years when you start talking about this and start introducing some of these things because um, oh, kids are just exposed to the to the wrong view of what biblical relationships look like mm-hmm. um, except what they see with mom and dad they're the they're the model that's, of, right. that's that's where they need to see the biblical model and mom and dad um, 
But along with this, we, we also talk about what is a biblical marriage. Yeah. What does that look like? And and what what's the purpose in dating and these kinds of things? It's uh it's it's almost hard to think about that because I've got one that's at this age. Yeah, you're that right we're, there. we're getting right. there. And whenever I say that word, like preparing him for what what's dating about, I I I get a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's exactly so, right. And but, I've done it twice, and I'm thinking back on it now and going, yeah, I still have a bad taste in my mouth. Uh-huh. So that's weird. So, yeah. So that's a, that's a big uh, step in the milestone, and to be able to help uh, equip moms and dads in that process is valuable. The fifth one is preparing for adulthood. So we're working through the adolescence, coming into that place where – uh, they're probably in their mid to late teen years, 16, 17, 15, 16, 17 kind of time frame. And uh, this is where we're helping to equip them to embrace being a full member of the community as uh, as men and women. Yeah. Yeah. And so really all along this process, mm-hmm. we're training up yep. future men and women, That's of course. Right. That's right. Um, but this is the time whenever we're we're wanting to equip them with biblical principles for manhood and womanhood and what that looks like and some practical things that they're going to need throughout their life. We don't want them to leave unequipped. And so, um, so those are, that's what that's all about is just preparing a teenager for the next stage when they are an adult. Yeah. And, uh, man, we can do another whole episode mm-hmm. on this subject, um, because it's really near and dear to my heart. Um, so we'll probably do that in the days ahead, but that go that piece right there uh, in the fifth milestone. The sixth one deals with the subject of high school graduation. So right now our culture kind of sees that as, oh, you've become, you're now an adult, you finished high school. But uh, so we know it's a natural inflection point in life. So what we're really trying to do at that point is put this in a biblical context from a biblical lens. Um, and showing them, hey, you're stepping into the responsibilities of either college or the workforce or what have you, and a responsible member of your Christian community. So this is a a place where we help train them, moms and dads, as well as the high schooler, um, that, hey, you're about, everything's about to change in your life. Is that right? Yes. And and so, yeah, a lot of this is parents right here. This is high school graduation. I mean, the, the kids graduating. But mm-hmm. mom and dad, they're they're dealing with a lot. Yeah, for real. That's exactly <laughs> going right. Going through a lot of change. Yeah. So. And that starts, man, that starts a couple of years before as you're preparing, mm-hmm. thinking through college, all these other things. But then what do you do with your life when your child's graduating? And how do you relate as a primary faith trainer to your now 17, 18-year-old who's out of high school, perhaps moving to live on their own, maybe like I did, go joining the military or going on to college like others? And uh, how do you relate to them uh, as a parent, you probably can't take your college freshman and make them go to bed at 1030 and ensure they brush their teeth unless they're right. living at home, I guess. So anyway, yep. there's a lot of training there. And uh, so then the seventh milestone for us is the milestone we call next. So what, talk about that for a second. That's right. And and so that that could be really any number of things, but that's that moment after high school graduation that you go into adulthood and whatever that is, whether, um, whether you're going to college or you're going into a career or you're going into, you could be going to another part of the world, right? Serving mm-hmm. the Lord somewhere. We've had several at Inglewood go, go and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
that that next stage is talking about that, but it also goes beyond that. Yep. Um, I'd say you and I can fit into that category. Sure. Because we're dealing with things uh, like now we're we're in a different stage where uh, so I'm me and Carolyn are raising little kids. You and Jody are empty nesters. Yeah, now. we just married off our our second son. Um, a couple of weeks ago at the time of the recording. So, um, yeah, we're at a different place there. And uh, and now we're really trying to influence my oldest son, who's just now, he's uh, 17 months into being a dad. Mm-hmm. So how do we influence and help and come alongside and encourage them as they work through what it is to raise their own family? So that's a different stage. And I know that we talked about how will we provide equipping opportunities to help orient people to that and maybe help strengthen them and those skills as they come up? Yeah, and so the the point is on the seventh milestone, the last milestone, um, the point of it being called next is that really it's the idea that this never ends for you That's right. until it ends, right? So every nobody's exempt from uh, from coaching the next generation, right. raising up the next generation. Um, so this is for everybody. So when you see number seven mm-hmm. and you see that word next, what is next? Yeah. So and, and so it applies to, to everybody across the board and figuring out what the next is for them. It's kind of unique to them. But uh, um, we learned that in the process, in the context of community. So very good. I love the milestones. I love that we've got a kind of a pathway we walk through and uh, that there's some processes there to help equip um folks as they're walking through these natural inflection and transition points in life. So, hey, thanks for joining us for episode four as we talked about marking the milestones and worked through the H-O and M of the HOME acronym. When you come back for episode five, we'll talk about E, Engaging Beyond. So we'll look forward to talking to you then and have a great day. Thank you for joining us for the My Home, My Mission podcast. If today's episode was helpful to you, please subscribe, share it with a friend, and rate us on iTunes to make it easier for others to find us. If you would like to contact Chris or Jordan, you can email us at home at inglewoodbaptist.com.